Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Tell a friend. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to Russell Ramble. I am Ollie Davis and I am joined by Luke Irwin. Hello, Swat Nation. Hello, Oliver Davis. How did you find today's show? I thought it was a good show. I liked the the preamble that we had. We had about 20 minutes of just chatting nonsense. Mm. That, that's the stuff that people really like. They do. Yeah. I think the people who... But I'm for, it's like a catch-22. The people really like the, the nonsense chat, but they're, they're the people who watch it all the way through to the end. Yeah. Whereas the people who just want the meaty discussion do not appreciate the the ramble chat but no. the ramble chat comes at the start so it's the first thing they're going to see it's an absolute mess isn't it, it is and those are the sort of people as well they're my favorite kind of comments as well where they put the uh, the timestamps in and then say like you're welcome mm. even though the timestamps are in the video description as sometimes they don't put out. So. Oh, yeah? i haven't quite figured that out i can't i can't understand why they don't work when we're entering the the, the exact thing <laughs> that youtube want us to uh, let's do some reviews first from Ryan R100. Best podcast ever. Bit much. I listen to Wrestle Ramble all the time. Ollie and Luke are funny, a pleasure to listen to, and I always enjoy hearing what they have to say. They make my day. Star scale, not high enough. Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan. Lovely Cheers. stuff. And CLG1939, which I think is 1939, which might make them our oldest listener we've ever seen the birthday birth year of at least could very well be well done and they just write awesome ollie and luke are great even if you don't like wrestling you you can enjoy the banter between the two i think they mean banter they are very entertaining we are coming for you pritchard well, thank you yeah, CLG, CLG, clg clg uh should we get on with the no mercy predicts i'll go ahead then actually when you're watching this Luke and I aren't here. This is not a live feed. And we are also not at our homes. We are together somewhere where Luke doesn't know mm-hmm. yet because it's his stag party. It is indeed. For our American viewers, that would be my bachelor party. Uh, so, but here in the UK, we call that a stag do. Why do we call it a stag? Because you're, you are the stag. Because um, you're like a, it's a male deer, isn't it? A stag. Well, then why is a woman a hen? Because a, a female version of this is called a hen party. Mm. Yeah, I don't and know. That, I mean, that's some interspecies stuff. Well, you okay, which but is pretty saucy. But you wouldn't want to like have a hen party and a cock party, would you? Because that is the male version of a hen. I think that's great pants. <laughs> to have a cock party. I mean, you essentially are having a cock party. Luke doesn't know. <laughs> Luke doesn't know what he's having. He doesn't no, know what he's in for. I I literally have no idea what is in store for me for my stag do this weekend. My best man has kept everything under wraps. I haven't wanted to know anything either, really. 
all I know is that it is in a two-hour drive from where mm. we actually from where my best man lives. Well, the airport is. <laughs> and uh, Thailand's a bit further. And I believe we have got like a house rented out where the twenty odd of us are going to stay. Yeah, house brothel. It's, it's this, yeah. yeah, they're interchangeable words. Uh, I mean, a lot of people probably thought that when you said best friend that I you know you were talking about well no I didn't, me, I, I didn't say best, best friend man, I didn't say best man, friend yeah. I said best man yes yeah, so that's that's not me best best friends um, are different that's a different story yeah me, best man though for the wedding is is not me is no it? no it's not yeah, no, just you, in case people no rightfully made that assumption no you are, should have been best man you are just part of the groom world order just part come on don't you mean I guess you're the groom, aren't you? You're, you're the Hogan say, in this situation. Yeah, I'm Hogan. Is that why you're watching so much WCW at the moment? Yeah, I mean, and maybe and I, I've, I've fell out of favour. Not fell out of favour, but I, I went through this period where I was watching Raw and Nitro from like 20 years ago that week, mm. so I could see like what that Raw and Nitro uh, war was like at the time. Kind of, that's what Brian and Vinny do on on and Observer. Bri- that's right, right they do. F4 yeah, w. and I, I was listening, I was watching along with them doing that show, mm. but I kind of fell out of loop of doing it because you keep me so busy here that sometimes i just don't have enough time in the day to watch videos man (laughs) all those videos and those scripts that i've got to write for you so i've got sometimes i just don't have enough time Mm -hmm. but today i managed to find time to watch uh, nitro from 19 years ago this week or next week so i can watch it in advance of brian and vinnie doing their review of it Um, was it good good show not so far no it's not this was so it would be 97 98 because it's 98 they do they do it 19 years ago um this week wcw's biggest money year ever actually it was yeah and people it, incorrectly think it's 97 but it was actually 98, 98. and it, goldberg we are in the period now where goldberg is champion mm. um but we're leading into halloween havoc with oh, hogan of v course, warrior it's october the infamous uh, minus five star match yeah. of hogan v warrior halloween havoc 98 so we're leading into that at the moment but also an angle that i had forgotten about but i've been i'm looking forward to watching it week by week is um so Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner in a feud at the moment? You got Scott Steiner together like Hardy Boys yes. imploding. You got yeah. Uh, yeah. What about my dog, Jeff? But you got um Scott Steiner and his buddy Buff Bagwell. Mm. And he's, oh god, Buff Bagwell's uh, such a hateable heel back in I that saw, time. Yeah, you saw yeah. What's Buff doing on that? <laughs> he's a nice <laughs> guy, Buff. Being, in real a, life. being a dick is what he's being. Yeah. Um, but whenever either one of them cut a promo, you hear this <laughs> laugh in the background because obviously they're leading into mm. to Halloween. And you've got the commentators going like, we've been hearing this laugh for weeks now. What, what is it? I remembered what that laugh is. It's Chucky from Child's Play. Oh, okay. I I don't think it's on this bit of epi- a tie-in. I don't think it's on this episode with Nitro because it's to promote Bride of Chucky, which is going to be coming out in like what in a couple of months in 1998. Um, and I think it's on next week's show or in a couple of weeks' show. They have an in-ring promo between Rick Steiner and Chucky from Child's Play. I feel like this is a very Luke thing to do. You are, you are effectively living your life like it's 19 years ago. I know, and they're doing Child's Play stuff, like my, one of my yeah. favourite horror franchises of all time. Are you, are you feeling okay about the uh, imminent millennium bug? Yeah, do you know what? Well, I've protected my computer. Nice. You know, I've, I've bought into all of those um, uh, those AOL products that they were releasing sure. at the time to protect you from the millennium bug, so I'm feeling fine about it. Very interested to see what Y2, the Y2J countdown is, though. Yeah, so, no like, idea. Yeah, no idea what that's going to be on Exciting stuff. I mean, technically, that's next year because at the moment he's yeah. on WCW. In fact, he's just been walking out by Ralphus at the moment. Well, crap gimmicks. Yeah, let's do some. Crap let's gimmicks. do some crap gimmicks. We've got some great ones, but are they not great enough to get signed to the crap gimmick roster? So Logan Frakes via Patreon has said 
So here's my crap gimmick. His name is Carly Cloud, and he likes two things. Vaping and telling people he vapes. Do you want to explain what vaping is? Oh, well, if people don't know, it is that thing. It's So recently, a lot of uh, bounty hunters from the future have been time-traveling back to our time, and they well, you see them smoking cigarettes. Yes. And that process is called vaping, because they're like electronic futuristic oh, cigarettes. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a badly worked-in onion joke. Oh. And the onion wrote an article on the more, everyone who smokes it actually uh, being a, a bounty hunter from the future. I mean, they re- sometimes they're a bit hit and miss. There was a good. <laughs> that, that's on me. That's on my delivery. The article was very good. Uh, so, yes, vaping is the process of smoking an electronic cigarette. Yes. Uh, in fact, actually, close to the studio, there is a vaping sh- uh, vaping shop. And they said vaping then. Mm. Vaping shop. Fapping a shop. Fapping shop, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and they obviously sell like the cartridges for cigarettes, so when you, if, or e-cigarettes. So when you walk past mm. it, it just smells like Skittles. Yeah, they, just, they, like people like uh, sweet flavors, really fruity ones. Yeah, yeah. like a buddy of mine's, uh, he's he vapes, and uh, it does just like when you stand around him, it just smells like he's like smoking Skittles. It's yeah, it's it kind of like a shisha delicious. Lounge. Yeah, like well, it smells brilliant. Uh, yes. Anyway, so that's what vaping is. You did what? Sorry? He's going to be on the stag do with us. Well. They, great I, I'll pitch this to him my mate Gary he blowing a cloud of vapour and he put yes okay so he brings an e-cigarette to every match and his finishing move is blowing a cloud of vapour into his opponent's face followed by a low blow that the ref can't see each week he brings a lager which is a beer and more obnoxious e-cigarette <laughs> to each match and interview slash promo the first title he wins he turns into an e-cigarette First, oh right, I see. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was each week he brings a larger and more obnoxious e-cigarette. Oh no, that's match. what it is. Yes, that's totally what it is. <laughs> yes, not a lot because so, I, you know, he's just a bloke down the pub. You went, you went straight for men behaving badly. Yeah, yeah. I've got an e-cigarette and here's my beer. Here's my lager. You went for Nigel Farage. So uh, my, I think this is this is quite obviously crap because uh, people who get into vaping can be quite annoying like not that a vast majority of people do it to uh kick the habit of smoking because this is apparently a lot better for you but then there is a a a tiny portion of those people who really get into their gears and the way you can improve it and customize it and those people who i've talked to a few can be quite boring (laughs) (laughs) oh but, but you know each to their own but uh, apart everyone, from Yu-Gi-Oh, everyone's got their own kings. Whatever floats your boat, as yeah, long as yeah, it doesn't yeah. sink your ship. It's just, but for me, I, I'm not interested in it. So, but like, it's it is that that really uh, they just want to take it apart and put it back together, and which I see appealing. But then when I actually look at it, and it's cigarettes, which I'm not too fond of anyway, I, mm. I get quite bored. So, but can this gimmick get over? Yes, uh, it's it's current. It's like a satirical thing, and a lot of people will see that. Oh, that's annoying. That's that's crap that you've given a poor wrestler the burden of just this one-dimensional character. So that ticks boxes. However, the idea of blowing the smoke into the face... That's what I was going to say. It's pretty good. It's green mist. It's, yeah, it's exactly and, that. And the green mist got over. Yeah. So unfortunately, that is that is something that would be... I'd pop for it. Because yeah. I think that... I'd re- watch that and be like, that is a great way of using that vaping gimmick. Also, if you had different colours of smoke, yeah. they could do different things, like the different kinds of kryptonite. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I, by you... the way, I'm fully aware that I bore people with my <laughs> interests. 
I'm not no, saying I'm. Those are very interesting. To us, they are. Well, apart from. That's why we're friends. Well, no, apart from when you talk about flotation tanks, that's a little bit. Hey, that's pretty cool. It's trippy, <laughs> and I have to be at the studio by half four to go to one. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have uh, Free Press Publicity is their name on Patreon. I don't think that's their real name. I know it's their given name. Uh, and uh, that, Or maybe it's a campaign. Yeah, it, it yeah, could be, yeah. Could be. Although, if you are um, advocating for free press, I wouldn't donate to someone on Patreon. Because that's then you're not, being, you're not asking for that to be free. You're paying for that. Sure. Uh, they suggest the pacifist. Not that I'm saying that you should stop donating on Patreon. Yeah, nice one, man. Yeah, sorry about that. He suggests the pacifist. He yeah, no-sells every move, or she. He no-sells every move from his opponent and has no offence. Let's his opponent tire out with offence, a la Muhammad Ali's rope-a-dope. When the opponent of the pacifist gets tired and falls down, the pacifist will do a weak cover, doesn't even hook a leg, and picks up the win. Again, the pacifist has no offence and no-sells everything. <coughs> huh, could this get over... I don't think so. No. Uh, also, down to to a conceptual level, the pacifist wouldn't let the bell ring. They mm. would be against the idea of it. I happening. was gonna say, yeah. yeah. I don't think that works really conceptually. Good, uh, good, uh, good attempt, but uh, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I like it because it makes me remember the Homer Simpson episode of when, The Simpsons. Yeah. yeah, no, the Homer Simpson episode. It was his spin-off show. <laughs> The episode of The Simpsons where Homer learns to be a boxer and that's his technique. He just gets beaten up. I, was, I must have forgotten the Homer Simpson spin-off show. Was it like Joey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't do very well. He, he moved to LA and tried to become an actor. Only true Simpsons fans know about it. <laughs> Me and my vape friends talk about it sometimes. Jordan Brown, finally, who is the guy who suggested the Earthworm. Yeah, he seemed uh, very act. upset that we did not induct him into the, the Earthworm into the crap gimmick Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh, that's a shame. Because it was great, but it is just a spot. It's no hand puppet. No. Because that hand puppet's awful. That is golden. Uh, so they have come back with another suggestion. A dentist wrestler called Dr. Kane Nova. Now, I don't know what... Is that a pun? I, I You have your canines. Yeah. Uh, that's a tooth. Yeah. That's the only thing I can see in there. No, I don't get it either. Dr. Kane Nova. Kane Nova. Kane Nova? Undertaker? Kane Nova. Kane Nova? No. First up, so this this is this isn't promising. No, we're because the not- the opening dentist name isn't very. Uh, well, we can't picture the pun. He's one of the constantly smiling baby faces, not because he's happy to be living his dream, but because he's got the most perfect smile on the planet. I think Apollo Cruz already has this gimmick. He does. Backstage, he'll always be cracking dental puns, like telling other wrestlers to brush off insults <laughs> and tell them not to look so down in the mouth, or maybe he acts a dental lead trips someone punji can really sink your teeth into nice he's not a great fighter because he's always afraid something will happen to his teeth or smile when he's ready for his finisher he yells out what time is it to which he will respond tooth hurty 230 the time 230 it's an old joke and super kick his opponent in the face if he can't land 230 he can always try for his submission move the mandible claw renamed to the cavity search i like that one Eventually, after a string of losses, the powers that be decide to give him a manager that he doesn't want. We are then introduced to his manager, Mrs. Vitus. Oh, right, but she insists on being called Ginger. Ginger Vitus would be the joke there. That is very... That is a Vince Russo WCW 1999 level gimmick. Mm. Like, that's the sort of thing he would love, considering that he had a group uh, who was... Leader was um, General E. Rection. Yep, yep. And, and his first name was Hugh, so it was Hugh G. Rection. 
Yeah, it's it's re- you, what you've done. What I like and appreciate about this is you really, really exhausted. <laughs> you've really come to every low <laughs> yeah. that this concept uh, has in it. It's, and yeah, I mean that last bit is particularly bad. Yeah, which I I'm a big fan. Of. I love it, <laughs> love it. But again, it's almost too good. Mm, that's the problem, isn't it? Yeah. Because the the mandible claw I actually like as the cavity search bit. The dental puns I can see people starting to look forward to the dental puns rather than groaning which is what we're looking for and again it's the the, the what time is it shouting that out getting the crowd involved yeah. in something that is not a way to get yourself under if anything that would yeah, get you yeah. more over you've got to go look at chicken wing um so boy marty so marty scale yeah unfortunately i could see i could see 230 getting mm. over yeah so i'm sorry jordan that's your second fate we can't sign you we're uh, but we wish you well in all your future endeavors <laughs> now i've got a crap gimmick you have, and I kind of want a bit of help with. Okay, you have been pretty much obsessed with this over the last couple of days, I would say. You yeah. sent me a text message about it. You asked for me to write it into yesterday's script, but I didn't get what you were on about and misread it. You misread the spelling mistake. I misread the spelling yeah, mistake yeah. to be... I, I also corrected it in my eyes mm. and then did not write it into your script, which you were then very upset about. So, uh, yeah, I changed it. <laughs> uh, the... So, if you haven't been following the news, uh, WWE are bringing back Starcade, yeah. and this was well, well, just sort like of, a live one-off event. Thing. Yeah. And this was first broken by the Greensboro Coliseum, which is the venue in which it will be held, famous for staging the first four Starcades back in the eighties, which I believe happened before WrestleMania. They were. Starcade they were, was before. Yeah, they were on closed circuit television, not mm. pay per view. And uh, they've got the card for this. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Jinder Mahal in a steel cage match. Charlotte versus Natalia. Loads of stuff. The Hardy's going to be there. But right at the bottom of the card, there's a match between Dolph Ziggler versus Booby Rude. Yeah, they misspelled Bobby Roode. They do what I do every time I write down Bobby Roode's name whenever yeah. I'm typing up notes. Freudian blowjob. It's I mean, fr- slip. Yeah, I yeah. always, for some reason, write Booby Rude. Sure. Well, I'm a big fan of uh, Rude. And... I, I just I think this is I this, I didn't know what it was and we're recording this before the Wrestle Talk news episode has gone up with one of our attempts at the joke. I got a text I got a text message this morning, an excitable text message saying that you'd cracked this joke. Well, I went to bed thinking about it. I was like talking to my girlfriend in the in the bed, and I was you know completely boring into tears. Was, <clears> There's something in this booby rude joke. I could, but I can't get. I don't know what the best version of this is. Uh, and we we brainstormed and we were like. Can I say brainstorm? We mind mapped <laughs> and uh, we decided it's just Bobby Roode's sister. Yeah. See, I, who's, I, who's got a big cleavage. See, I actually went the opposite direction of that. I went with his klutz brother. He's a boob. He constantly uh, no. makes mistakes. Yeah. I, I'm just picturing Bobby Roode exactly as he is. Short hair, everything, just with boobies. Yeah. See, I would I'd change his uh, entrance music to doofius. Mm-hmm. Like a boobious in <laughs> no, my way. Yeah, so yours would be boobious, mine mm. would be doofious, and he'd come out tripping over the robe and everything, not yeah. having it tied up correctly. The thing just spins too oh, fast okay. and he can't stand he can't stay on it too much. You see, yeah, that's bad. Mm. That I mean what well, I'm thinking of how that would affect Bobby Rude's character. Well I, that would be bad, but kind of like you can play it off booby rude for some reason I think will be a lot worse. <laughs> I was going to say because the problem with uh, my version of Booby Rude is that because Bobby is a very good comedic, uh, mm. he, he's awesome. His comedy timing is fantastic. Beer money. Just he's, go and look at his beer money spots. So, James Storm. He's so funny, and 
he would be brilliant with this almost like Eugene level doofusy character that's trying to replicate his entrances, trying to replicate his moves and just messing them up. And just it's Bobby's reaction actually. is just like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Come on, I'm, I'm trying to get you a job here on SmackDown Live. Don't mess this up. This is, uh, yeah, this is probably what's going to happen to Bobby. <laughs> Poor, guy. Poor guy. Yeah, so uh, yeah, comment below. What do you think Booby Rude's character should be? Should we put up a poll? Yeah, yeah. Do you want Booby Rude, the sister, or do you want Booby Rude, the doofus brother? <laughs> uh, yeah, vote in the poll that's just appeared above our heads. Hopefully, the joke on Thursday's news went down okay with the glorious and, and Bobby coming up mm-hmm. to, to see it. We recorded I'm, the I'm very, intro. I'm very intrigued to see how it does, uh, how people mm. react to it because a lot of a lot of times people don't like it when you go too high concept on the news they literally just want you to read the yeah. news yeah but at the same time people love a running gag so after about 20 minutes of rambling and nonsense stuff we're actually getting to the big topic of the video uh welcome to everyone who just joined us by clicking the timestamp that i didn't properly plug at the start no mercy is on sunday and at the moment it's one all between us in fantasy booking warfare this is the show that's going to decide who is recording a cover version of Nia Jax's entrance music. Force for greatness? Whatever it's called, I certainly know the chorus. <laughs> so th- there's a lot riding on this. This is the most there has ever ridden on a uh, the, the prediction side of things. Now, I was going to bring this up on Wednesday's episode before you um, give me your signal to notify that we're coming to an end of a segment yeah. and, and for me to stop talking. Which is a, a kick in the leg. Yeah. Um, and I was going to make raise the point of like, what happens if we draw? I don't know. This is, this is unprecedented waters. We're still feeling out the uh, the the sort of you wrestle talk, ramble you war. Doc talking about booby rude now. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes. Uh, we're still great feeling joke. out the del- wrestle ramble bit. Delivered it poorly, but that was a great joke. <laughs> I did, oh, just, 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 let, let me <laughs> let me say my joke that I thought of. Think of the marble man mm. with Scott Steiner on you. So. Uh, yeah, we. I don't know. We'll just have. We'll de- We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. I mean, we don't really need to cross it because I'm going to win the prediction. Oh, so okay. Well, fine. that is that is just blind confidence. There's <laughs> nothing. You you gotta you gotta correctly predict Vince McMahon's mood. Yes. I don't know how he's been eating recently. Bad cow. <laughs> we don't know. So first up, we've got the Miz versus Jason Jordan for the Intercontinental Championship. Possibly the the last match that was booked. Uh, because that only happened, of course, on Raw's main event in the very last segment of the show. Apologies if there are anything added that we don't cover. Yeah, we're recording this on Thursday, so there is a, every chance that they may add like a Goldust Our Truth match for the pre-show that finally. we don't know. About. <laughs> finally, yeah, that we don't know about. So uh, we can only predict what is currently on WWE.com as of Thursday. And there's definitely going to be an Elias. Yep, bit yeah, where there could be an Elias hoops bit. all over the crowd. Probably yep. beats Callisto or Sin Cara. Or which, the, whichever the, one of them is on Raw. What are the jobbers have they got on Raw that they just cart out sometimes? Titus O'Neil's quite protected now that he's a, a worldwide guy. Yeah. Kurt, oh, but Kurt Hawkins is also a heel that doesn't work. Anyway, Miz versus Jason Jordan. It has been a... So I, I think we were both hoping that WWE realised they were pushing Jordan too hard and people were reacting against it and it already had the obstacle of this bad storyline being Kurt Angle's illegitimate son but then they seemed to come back and they were doing a nice way of making him look valiant in defeat against good in good matches against John Cena and Roman Reigns like oh they're doing they're doing the the good thing that we would have possibly done if we accidentally booked ourselves into this horrible corner 
But now they've gone back and put him right in the title picture again, which yeah. is not what anyone wants to see. And it's going to harm the level of organic over he was getting. Yeah, I mean, unless, of course, they have a really great match here. And I, I, I feel that this is the sort of match that will go on first. This will be a good opening uh, because you've got a hot heel in The Miz. And you've got Jason Jordan, who is not exactly a over babyface mm. to a degree. However... He's so good in the ring, and he's got a kind of natural charisma about him that they, the two should have a really, really good match. And that should get the crowd. And the crowd are all going to be excited anyway because it's the first proper match on the card. So it should be a good... If it were me, that's how I would do it because that should be a good way to open up the pay-per-view. So uh, I I do like Jason Jordan. I'm a big fan of his his wrestling style, and I love his suplexes. But mm. I, I actually don't think he's got... Uh, charisma oh really yeah i mean just come i mean maybe i'm i'm fairly comparing him to chad gable a lot of the time in my head but chad gable i would watch do anything just something about him that's very affable whereas jason jordan just feels like a guy who's there in in terms of personality yeah but like um chris benoit was not exactly like the most charismatic person but no no but, but he, he had, had an intensity, intensity. Yeah. A, a genuine real intensity that uh, i don't see in no, well, okay but what i was going to say was that it's he doesn't have that level he doesn't have a chad gable level of charisma in the same way that you look at like benoit and jericho jericho had like the mm. come on baby he had that that level of charisma whereas benoit was more about the i'm a great in-ring technician i've got this intensity yeah Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Chad Gable is very much the, the Jericho in this um, comparison that I'm making here, whereas um, Jordan is the Benoit, but without the level of intensity. But so that's maybe that's what he needs. Is he just needs that bit of an edge to his mm. character, where he's not trying to, where he's he's a, just a great in ring worker. But the problem is the gimmick that he's been given is that you are Kurt Angle's illegitimate child. Now wrestle like Kurt Angle. Yeah, and he smiles in all his match graphics. Yeah, what everyone does though, I really hate that because you like the the women's John Cena's ones like this, <laughs> like the women's card. Like Nia Jax is meant to be this unstoppable like yeah. monster, but her match card is this. Like, don't smile. You're mm. a heel. Be a mean heel. So who are you gonna go? Do you want me? To, I'll I'll do the first one, and then you can go first next time. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Miz retains. Uh, I'm not gonna put this in my prediction but I reckon Miz is going to retain with some interference from the Miz to Raj I don't think now's the time to put uh, the title on Jordan I don't think WWE are stupid enough which this means how stupid this is uh, to put the title on Jordan so yeah I think uh, Miz wins uh, by cheating I completely agree I'm also going for a Miz win here with uh, interference from the Miz to Raj the next one is Neville versus Enzo Amore for the Cruiserweight Championship. Which now, I spelled correct, incorrectly. Now, nice. I am... I, I'm i worried. Yeah? What are you worried I, about? I'm worried that Enzo's going to win. Oh, really? Because a lot of people have got in touch with me over the last couple of days about this week's episode of 205 Live, which, historically, I don't watch. Although I did watch mm. a little bit of this week, but as soon as the end promo came on, I did turn off. Which but was the promo between Enzo, Enzo and, and, Neville. and Neville. Especially because I looked at the time by, there was 10 minutes left of the show, and I was like, I am not watching a 10-minute segment of Enzo and Neville mm. talking to each other. It was quite good. I, well, I watched like three minutes of it. But <laughs> I, that was, I watched the YouTube. Uh, the uh, YouTube edit of it. Yeah. But from what people have said is that... It it almost felt like a double turn of like mm. uh, of Neville t- cutting a babyface promo and Enzo cutting a very heel-like promo. Would, would you agree with that? From what I saw, and I did only watch the cut-down version, Neville was still being Neville. Uh, I think I th- re- really 
wrongly, WWE are trying to get Enzo over as a fun cheating babyface, which can be Is done. That like what they're doing Eddie Guerrero. Like you look at Eddie Guerrero. That's that's the the gold standard of that type yep, of character. Cheating and stealing. Yeah, but I think that's what they're trying to do with Enzo, and they don't really care that it's not going to work because they don't care about him and they probably want to get rid of him mm. uh so that's what i'm the, the way that promo played out is enzo effectively you know like they're going back and forth and enzo said well yeah i won't cheat at the weekend um because i'm gonna beat you fairly but i can cheat now and he gave neville a low blow mm. and the audience was kind of like how oh, we don't want to see you do that <laughs> And just didn't do anything. Mm. Uh, but that ties into what Enzo's been doing. He's been cheating to win all these matches. Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Yeah. It's a weird I, one. Yeah, I um I actually see Neville retaining here. I'm I'm I mean, perhaps it's just like hope against hope, but I'm going for a Neville retention via cheating. Oh, you think Neville's going that, I, actually, I think, that's a good I think point. from a storytelling perspective, yeah. that like Neville rolling, you know, just hooking the tights. Um, I'm kind of hoping actually it's going to be a very quick match, a bit of more like a, a banana, not slip on a banana peel, but an embarrassing moment for Enzo. You can see that happening. Like yeah. Enzo going in with the big bravado, doing the big entrance, and then just like Neville out wrestles him and just cheats to win. And the next night he comes out and declares the King of Wrestling Championship. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. I'm also going to go with Neville, uh, but I am worried. I think if Enzo wins through cheating or whatever would just be terrible for the cruiserweight division because of how Enzo's been presented elsewhere. Uh, I can't. I don't want it to happen. Also, uh, I'd like to think um, that... So the story they had going into this as well is that in the, the, the elimination match they had that Enzo won, uh, Cedric got all of the pinfalls. He mm. eliminated everyone, and then Enzo came in, hooked the tights, and, and cheated to win. Um, they followed that up on uh, 205 Live by having Cedric being beaten by uh, Brian... 
Kendrick. Brian Kendrick, and yes. And, and no real mention of uh, all those eliminations. So I'd like to think that after the pay-per-view, they're actually going to pick up on that plot thread again and have Cedric going for the belt rather than Enzo. Cedric can be the next guy to feud for a couple of months and exactly. then be completely forgotten about or just go, Or going into a three-way feud mm. where you can then hide a lot of Enzo's like uh, inabilities in the ring. Yeah. Big fan of Cedric. We Big both Big fan of Cedric. Finn Balor versus Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I can. Do you want me to just go first on this one? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you went first on the last okay, one. You can go first. I'm gonna say Finn. Yeah, I'm saying Finn as well. Damn, we, this could be a draw. I know. Well, if we keep saying the same thing, then yeah, most likely will be. But I, I don't see Bray winning this because the story has been that uh, he beat Finn when he was a man, but then couldn't beat him when he was a demon. Mm. But now he wants to face the man again. So the idea would be that Finn can still beat him as the man because he's the best and Bray's a hobo wizard sure the hobo wizard is a great if they start using that like you know yeah. the, the artist Shinsuke Nakamura <laughs> the hobo wizard Bray Wyatt uh, yeah the yeah I'm saying Finn but for different reasons uh, but you, what you pointed out is a nice way of telling that overall story Thank and you. makes I mean you're not going to do anything with Bray right now mm. to give Bray the win is just 50-50 booking although it probably works out as 30, 66% booking. Yeah. Uh, but really, it's pay-per-view-wise 50-50 booking. And you're not doing anything with Bray, so just give Finn the rub. And I think, based on the reports from uh, the previous month, that Finn's going to feud with Samoa Joe next. Mm-hmm. And they like Samoa Joe, because Samoa Joe really is partly responsible for the big turnaround in WWE's uh, appeal at Great Balls of Fire. So I think they want to give Joe a strong challenger and that means Finn winning yeah I yep. can I can go with that Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the Raw Tag Team Championships arguably the best storyline going into SummerSlam in WWE and it quickly became a completely vapid division of yeah, just I mean, good matches I, with no emotion. I quite liked what they were doing at first as well. Like I liked sort of the, the cluster nature of it when you had Galanderson in there as well, and you had this mm. sort of almost like it felt like you were building towards a three team match. Like I would a triangle have much match, preferred, which that. I much would have preferred. But instead, they just went with the straight. I guess it's that rematch clause thing that you dislike yeah. so much. It's, like, well, it's we, a booking crutch. It's a booking crutch. But yeah, so I'm a bit disappointed that this is a straight two-on-two match and Galanderson are left on the side because I felt that could have added a real interesting dynamic to it. Um, they actually they just had that match on Raw, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, it wasn't a like three people in the ring. It yeah. was you can they never, tag, but you they can never, only have two people. They in. never do, though. That's the way they always do triangle oh, really? tag okay. team matches, which I, I, is the dumbest ruling. I really hate when they do that. Um, but uh, oh, I, I, you went first, so I'm, I'm going to say that Death Retain... Ah, okay then. Well, this was where I was thinking about giving a Cesaro Sheamus win. Because, you know, you don't want... Rollins and Ambrose are big single stars. You don't want them to, to be lumped together much for much longer. And they've told their story of reconciliation. They don't need the titles, really. Cesaro and Sheamus are better. Uh, you want you, There's more money in the chase at the heels. Ah, but do I? Am I confident enough to bet the potential whole thing on it? Okay, so um, I, I don't know. Do you want to hear my my prediction for where this storyline were going, or if yeah. I was telling this story, where I would take it? Um, I would have them uh, keep the titles until the pay per view after Royal Rumble, 
So I'd have them in the Royal Rumble together and have one of them sure. eliminate the other, then start to tease that dissension, then them lose the straps at the pay-per-view, start a bit of a fight, match at WrestleMania. Because the, my, the, the thing is, I, you're right, they are big single stars. Mm-hmm. But if you split them up as a team now or just take the tag straps off them now, what are they going to do? Like, who are they going to have matches with? They're just going to get lost in the shuffle. What's Roman going to do, I think, is the more important question when Cena's gone. That's a very good point. And you're coming up to Survivor Series. Um, Chasing. Get the trio's title on. (laughs) I'm going to do it. I'm going to go for Cesaro and Sheamus. Oh, interesting. Mate, I'm I'm fairly confident in a Rollins-Ambrose retention there. I'm hoping... Okay, I'm not, I'm, you know, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm not really behind that. That's, it's very 50-50 for me there. Mm. So uh, I, will, I will take a risk. So this will be a very interesting one because we've now got a five-way match for the Raw Women's Championship between the champion Alexa Blish. Blish? Blish. Blish. Hey, Alexa, Alexa, Alexa Blish. Miss Blish. Miss Moneypenny. Hey, Miss Moneypenny. You've got the Do you know what champion. time, speaking of what time people go, what time does Sean Connery go to watch Wimbledon? What time? Tennis. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Here all week. Um, well, till Friday, and then we're off to Thailand. Do you ever hear about the time that Sean Connery was doing some DIY in the house, and he went off to go and uh, and do it, and he was uh, putting up a little shelf in his uh, in the, the the spare bedroom, and then his wife went upstairs to find him later on, and he was just there crying, and the shelf was wonky, and mm. she was like, "What's happened?" And he said, "I'm ashamed of my shelf." Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then I assume some open hand action happened. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> it took fine. you a while. I was gonna say, yeah. It's fine if you don't hit a woman with your ring finger. Yeah, I was that that sounded like a masturbation thing, didn't it? <laughs> it An open it, hand instantly that's where my mind yeah, went. Yeah, and yeah. then I remembered the story. So for those of you who don't know, there's uh, Sean Connery did an interview once where he openly said it's fine to hit a woman as long as you don't do it with your ring hand. Yeah, which is not cool, by the way. But you heard the word shame and, <laughs> yeah. and open, open hand. hand in bedroom, and you just assumed. And because I've, I've my, my weekend video has been all about Val Venus and gimmicks yeah. that are too extreme for TV. That's where my mind instantly went. Oh, you should subscribe to this channel, shouldn't you? It's so a- you get notified first about that video that goes up tomorrow. Indeed, the five yeah. gimmicks too extreme for WWE TV and WCW TV. Let's be honest, anyone who's still watching us right now is it's subscribed to yeah. the channel. Yeah, pretty much. Anyone else would have like, who are these two dogs yeah. just talking about booby rude? Who are these lads? I think I'm hoping we picked up a lot of, <laughs> a lot of. Uh, you know, puberty, going through puberty, teenagers, where they, boobs, subscribe! <laughs> or, I think we're going to either have people who watched Wednesday's episode and be like, oh my god, they do renditions uh, of Book of Mormon songs, I hope they're going to do one on Saturday. Oh, they don't, no, no. I'm, uns- I'm unsubscribing or, now. Ah, one interesting conversation about racism those two had. <laughs> I wonder what they've got to talk about on Saturday's episode. Oh, they're, they're, they're doing a ten minute bit on boobs. <laughs> There was someone in the comments yesterday when yeah. we talked like oh, when we did like the, the which I knew was good, a topic I don't like talking about especially when you put something out onto YouTube because you're just going to get these people to come out. It's there forever as well. It's there forever. There was these people saying like as as a white man like we're misrepresented on screen. I was like, mate, did you watch SmackDown? We make up like ninety percent mm. of the TV on there. Yeah, uh, the uh, boobies. boobies. Let's talk let's... about the women's championship <laughs> match. Hey, oh, that was. Hey, that's a good segue. Speaking of segues, Co- uh, c- cock party. <laughs> Let's talk about the rest of the No Mercy card. 
There you go. It works both ways. Yeah, it does work both ways. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Sasha Banks versus Bailey versus Nia Jax versus Emma for the, the Raw Women's, Women's Championship. Championship. Um, I, I, you went first I last time. I did go time. first last so time. So I'm going to say, because I believe the long-term direction is to have that Nia Jax-Alexa Bliss singles match, although what the hell was Raw all about? Oh, actually, that's a good point. What was Raw all about? When Jax beat her quite comfortably, very quickly. Yeah. Ah. Uh, ooh. Ah. Uh, Cantona. Ooh, uh, mm, that one as well. Come on, shine. See, there's also... So Asuka is coming up in a matter of weeks. And they're going to need her to run through some competition and then challenge the person who I assume is, is champion, which is going to be decided by this match. And I think... I think Alexa Bliss is the best end boss for yeah, Asuka. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So I'm going to go for a Bliss retention, and I reckon Emma's taking the pin. Yeah? Yeah. You see... We could both be wrong on this one. Well, we both could be wrong. A lot, I, of, a lot of people. I went with a, a fantasy booking scenario in my head then while you were gibbering, jabbering on. I wasn't mm. really listening. Um, about uh, Emma winning... The Raw Women's Championship. With the help of a returning page. And them two coming like those two oh. forming an alliance together as the real start of the women's revolution. Um And then the Empress of Tomorrow. Right. Exactly, yeah. And then essentially then Emma and Paige are your final bosses for, for Asuka to get to in the Raw Women's Championship scene. Now I'm I'm not confident enough in in that. Story. I took a gamble I don't, earlier. I was going to say I'm not confident enough in in that prediction to say that's what's going to happen. <laughs> but that's it. I, I, if I was booking it, that would be what I would look at and be like, that's a good mm. story to tell. Let let's do that because there's really no interest now in the Bliss versus Jacks match because we just did that on Raw and it was quite a comfortable squash. So maybe we could go down in this different story, uh, different direction over here. So. <sighs> But do I think WWE are going to do that? No, I don't. Um, because I think they see too much in Alexa Bliss. As, as rightly they should. She's awesome. <sighs> but who do I think is going to win this match? I don't want to say Bliss because you have. But I think Bliss is going to retain. And I think the story in this is going to be that uh, a Bliss is... She'll she'll win by the skin of her teeth. Someone mm. else will do the move. I'm thinking like uh, Kurt Angle in the six man Hell in a Cell yeah. from Armageddon, where it wasn't actually uh, the Angle Slam that won in the match. It was the Stone Cold Stunner, but then Stone Cold was taken out, and then uh, Kurt Angle just like limps, like crawls mm. over and gets the pin. So you're going for Bliss as well? Yeah, but I'm kind of hoping I'm right about Emma, and and if I am, I'm taking that as a moral victory. Damn, I was I was kind of trying to make you vote for Emma there yeah. because I thought that yeah I could win this one yeah. if you did that but you know you called Natalia I, I did... still I'm, so you, you maybe you've got a weird eye for women's matches in WWE that's what some say so the first of the co-main events I'd argue yeah. huge match for what is essentially a B pay-per-view I mean if you'd to believe WrestleMania if you'd believe to WWE commentators it's a Wrestlemania caliber match yeah. which I guarantee you they will say at least 50 times on the show yeah uh, which kind of buries all the other pay-per-views. Hey, this is a good match. <laughs> we, what, we wouldn't usually put this on a rubbish pay-per-view. Have you subscribed to the network? Because I wouldn't bother. Yeah, because <laughs> we only put on one decent show a year with all <laughs> these the, big matches. And the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, they could have... Yeah, is it, why isn't this safe for Survivor Series, they could say? I yeah. don't know. 
Uh, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. I went first last time. Uh, well, I think this is a fairly easy one. Mm. Uh, I think this is the big dog uh, going into for getting a win here. This it's his yard, and yeah. it's the it's the win that makes the most sense. Uh, in in terms of this storyline, it's Roman Reigns proving to John Cena that he is the guy and that he can carry this company forward while John Cena is off being a, a Hollywood star. So storyline wise, it is it's Roman Reigns proving that this is his yard. Yeah, especially because all the promos have been Cena trashing Reigns for not being able to carry the company. If Reigns loses, yeah, it just then that the can, that does bury Roman and 100%. WWE wouldn't do that because they obviously hide hold roman in such high regard it would be okay if cena wins it might be the dumbest booking they've done in, mm. since um lesnar came back and john cena beat him in his first pay-per-view unless it's a it turns into a roman heel turn um which isn't gonna happen but i'm <laughs> saying that would be a way of making that storyline yeah work. because here's the thing as well <clears throat> if if it it does lead to a roman reigns heel turn not saying that it's going to uh who would the top babyface on raw be Finn Balor, and he's build him up way down the card. Uh, Brock Lesnar could be like a badass babyface. Braun Strowman could be, be a badass babyface. Yeah, Braun I think is the more likelier of yeah. of those because Brock's never usually there, and Finn just feels far too low down the mm. card now to be the top guy on Raw, which is a shame because he should be. Yeah, um, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, yeah, you could go with Hardy. Um, like but repackage him one night. Yeah, all he has to do is answer an open challenge. You know, Roman's like, "I'm the big dog. This is my yard." Jeff Hardy walks out to challenge him, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Jeff Hardy's a main eventer." But what do you do with Matt after that? Don't know. Well, he's he's a bit in limbo at the moment. You turn him woken, and he can have his own solo stuff. That's never happening, mate. It isn't, is it? It's not. I get a lot of people sent us that when he did the YouTube video, and I was like, "It's the True Long Island story. Mm. It's just it's someone trying to get themselves over by like putting this up on YouTube and then taking it to Vince McMahon and being like, "Look how many people are interested in this." And then Vince just like, "Don't get it. Not doing it." Yeah. Yeah. What sort of gimmicks are a crack addict? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, and of course, John Cena is going to make movies for a long time. So. He's off to film Bumblebee. Yeah. Uh, which apparently has already started shooting quite a long time ago. So, but it's I don't like, know how this works. Yeah, but they could be just doing a lot of the, 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 the setup stuff, really. Sure. Just like ju- shooting, essentially, all of the um, uh, B unit stuff. That's what I would do. So second, second unit is what I'm after. The, the report from the Dirty Sheets is that Cena is taking this time off and then he's going to return early next year to face Jinder Mahal for the WWE Championship at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, which I, I really hope is not true. Mm. Um, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman for the Universal Championship. Another quite easy one, I'd say. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I'll go first because you went first last time. Certainly did. Brock Lesnar. Absolutely. The beast is retaining uh, here. It's, oh, no. It's, it's just... It, this is going to come down to one match, really. Yeah. Well, two matches, technically, but we went for the same person. I'll be so gutted if Emma gets it. Um, it's... It's not the right time to put it on Braun. He is really over. Although, mm. having said that, my worry here... I'm not saying this is going to happen, but my worry here is if Braun doesn't win the, ch- doesn't win the title here, is he going to be Rybacked? You remember when Ryback was like... Against Punk. Yeah, Yeah. when he was just... He was so over and the crowd was so into him. And as soon as he lost that Hell in a Cell match to Punk, he just cooled off 100... Like, ice cold. He went ice Mm. cold after that loss. Wasn't the first time Brad Maddox screwed someone over as well. Is that a page joke? Yeah, it was a page joke. He was the guy who, you know, filmed it all. 
Well, and I get it, but like yeah. I, just, I just wanted to make sure you. I, oh, okay, I yeah, wasn't yeah, sure if there was someone the else. Same page. Yeah. It's funny when you explain it anyway. Yeah, same uh, page. I get it. Oh, I didn't even mean that. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, I, I do. I, hopefully, they've got a good finish to protect everyone involved. Mm-hmm. Um, not like the Joe one from Great Balls of Fire, because that you know it did, you know, didn't do Joe any favors. Yeah, Paul Heyman is a master at this sort of stuff at making everyone look good, even in defeat. But it's not like they can have a really competitive half an hour match where both these guys, both these guys, it's like, say, yeah, this is going to be a big man five to ten minute match. I was going to say, this is probably going to be like six, seven minutes, yeah. I would say. And as well as it shouldn't go any longer no, than that. No, no. It should just be full of just big power moves, lots of suplexes, lots of F5s, lots of avalanches into the corner. Mm. Um, and and then just, I would say, the best way to protect Braun is just multiple F5s. Just like, like literally just put him down with loads. Yeah, yeah, um, he keeps kicking out. Yeah, keeps or maybe kicking. no sells one. Oh, I'd love that. Just if no sells an F5. F5 and he gets straight back up. Yeah. Braun! That'd be awesome. Uh, Especially yeah. then if like he grabs him and does the running power slammer because that would create like a huge moment there for the crowd to pop for the thinking it will be the finish. But, but the great thing about Brock Lesnar matches is that they all feel so different and you genuinely cannot predict what's going to happen. That four-way for SummerSlam, Goldberg is probably the most famous example. The Randy Orton one with the weird elbow finish. It just, and it's, a, it's from what people are saying, it's, it's all Paul Heyman. He's mm. coming up with these ideas and outside the box ideas because he's not in the usual mix of WWE agents who have roll-up finishes and distraction finishes. They they all feel the same because they're all from the same group of people. But Heyman comes over and he's like, "Hey, I've got all these ideas from other things I watch." Yeah, um, and uh, I was going to make a point then, and I've completely forgotten what it was. No, no, move on. I forgot cool. what it was. Cool. It was that good. Just imagine if because what they're doing is they are telling a very good story between this unstoppable Brock Lesnar guy who is running through everyone and this rising babyface who's proven himself uh, by beating John Cena, by you know coming up short these times and slowly getting there. And it's c- going to collide, and we can all see where it's going. A WrestleMania 34 coronation of the WWE's next big babyface star. He's finally slaying the beast and he's the Universal Champion... But the problem is, we don't like him. It's the it'll be the fourth attempt to yeah. have that coronation. It was the coronation they wanted to do four years ago, and uh, we, we we couldn't do it then because we did the Seth, we did the Seth Rollins cash in. Wanted to do it the year after, and we did because Roman Reigns beat uh, Triple H for the mm. WWE Championship then, but it didn't quite get over. So we're going to do it the following year when he retires the Undertaker. Well, I didn't quite get over either. So let's just do it again but this time he's going to beat the unbeaten Brock Lesnar because that's what will get him over yeah it's it's uh, it's not the right version of his character maybe he needs to go heel and then goes face but it's just it's a real shame because they're telling a good story but they're tell- they're based it around the wrong guy. That's one the wrong character. That's exactly what it is. It's not the yeah, not the wrong guy. It's the wrong character. Yeah, because Reigns is very very good. He's very he's awesome. I mean, I've never thought about this before, but what if Reigns was the guy who turned on the Shield, and then you could have had an uber babyface Seth Rollins. Yeah, and that's always the big rivalry there. I've you know, I well. I remember the point Same I was going to. I remember the point I was going to make mm. now, um, and, and that is, you are the the man who's in the know because you do more news episodes than I do, and I don't watch your stuff. Um, <laughs> but Lesnar's going after this, right? He's not coming back till Rumble. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, what's been in the news. He's not doing anything to survive well, the series. That's I mean, odd. That's that's what people have said. I, I find that strange to believe as yeah, well. Yeah, because I'd like to think that if if uh, again if uh, if it were me booking, I'd have uh, Lesnar go over here. But again, that like oh man, that was a real struggle to, to mm. get that win. And then have um, Lesnar Strowman at uh, the rematch at Survivor Series in a last man With standing a stick. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that would be like those two in a last man standing match, just beating each other pillar to post. Mm. That would be fantastic. Yeah. I predict that the comments left on this uh, episode are going to be a lot of. Oh, you just predicted all the same things. This doesn't add a lot of drama to the proceedings. If anything, it adds more drama because and it all comes down to that one comes match. Comes down to one match. Ooh. I really do hope they go with my Emma fantasy booking though, because I think that is a more interesting direction. It's but... 60, 60 minute Iron Man match, and it's two like a, a pin each, and it comes down to that final sudden death period. And then the Undertaker That's what comes we've done. out and then ruins yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what was that? It wasn't. It, there was too much time. Yeah, he. I, I'm not sure if it was mistimed or whatever, but like the timer went off, and then he choke slams Triple mm. H, and then I think like Sean DQ'd Rock, but that didn't really make sense because like DX had already beaten up Rock, they'd interfered in front yeah. of Michaels, and he hadn't DQ'd them because I think they were meant to be playing off the idea that like oh Sean won't DQ DX because they're like his cronies and like his buddies, but like they never played that up on commentary, and it was never followed up on. Um, isn't it amazing that we never got a Rock Michaels match? Yeah. Well, there's you know there's all the stories behind that, which you should do a real reason one Maybe day. Maybe I should. Yeah, about the Rock having heat with well, uh, Rock not liking Shawn Michaels because Shawn Michaels was apparently a bit of a dick to the Rock's mum. Yeah. He used to run a wrestling promotion in I guess Samoa. Mm-hmm. Because that's where all those people are from. Those people. Not that. Oh, that came out <laughs> wrong. By those people, I mean wrestlers. Yes. All wrestlers all come from Samoa, wrestlers. and they're all part of the big same family. Yeah. I so you know the whole like oh Rock is uh, Roman Reigns's cousin. Cousin. Yeah. Not true. They Not are by, part of the same family. Though. Not true. They are. Not true. They are blood brothers. They're through blood. Yeah. Oh yes, but like... no, no, but that is that is a very misleading way of phrasing it. My apologies. So I only found this out uh, like last year when I was saying, wait a sec, what is their relation? I looked it up and it's on Wikipedia. And that Anoye family tree is like Rikishi and Roman Reigns and the, 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 Usos. the Usos. But right at the top you have who, I think it's Fatu, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, something Fatu and Peter Maivia? Yep. Uh, and they are blood brothers. Mm-hmm. So not by actual blood, yeah, yeah, but yeah. like they just, I guess they cut their hand and do the ritual thing. So it's not, and then Peter Maivia obviously is where Dwayne Johnson came from, The Rock. Yeah. So... They're technically related, but not, like, biologically. Like family, I, d- I mean, I don't know the customs, but to me that says family friend. <laughs> like, uh, so like your mum's friend that you call an aunt. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, but I did, Samoan culture seems to be very different from uh, Dartford. <laughs> where, Often, I, where I come from. I mean, it is a very common phrase. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, Samoan and Dartford, just two opposite ends of the spectrum. Chalk and cheese. <laughs> just, uh, Chalk yeah. and cheese. Samoa and Dartford. Yeah, yeah. You know how? Yeah, that's, that's a common <laughs> thing. Oh, that's a t-shirt. It I'd is, be very yeah. happy if I get Dartford <laughs> on a t-shirt. Uh, let's do some Wrestle Ramble podcast reviews and cheap pops. 
First up from Chief. Speaking, speaking of Chief. Sheldon, 66. I just said uh, Chief Sheldon. Chief Sheldon also works. I don't know why I thought it was the plural of Chiefs <laughs> and then the name Heldon. <laughs> I mean, there's a famous one of this where uh, Experts Exchange, mm. that was the company. They didn't quite like realize what their web address would be experts at change.com uh, uh, expert sex change yes yeah that's yeah, the yeah, yeah. One. Uh, yeah so they so write almost as good as um, an hour of uh, yes from, uh, <laughs> what was that from Arrested Development yeah. uh, I love Wrestle Ramble I love your podcast I've been listening to every episode for a couple of months now and I think I will be for many years great show keep up the good work yes, thank Chief you Sheldon. Chief Sheldon <laughs> thank Chief, you Chief Sheldon um, just a little think you'll be here for many years to come well i hope you will be yeah in the same commit in the same way that i hope i'm here for for, for many years oh okay that's a bit (laughs) tragic uh jacqueline 202-11993 that is either a very in demand username or (laughs) we know your bank details (laughs) they write hilarious and informative I love this wrestling podcast. The only one I listen to. Both oh, are. Well, I'd recommend others there. Yeah. <laughs> Tell her standards will be raised. Both Ollie and Luke present their unique takes on the booking, wrestling, and overall storylines happening in WWE. You guys make the drive to Los Angeles traffic slightly more bearable. Been a wrestling fan since 1998. Good Stopped watching in 2010. Good idea. idea. And picked it up back in 2016. Bad idea. <clears throat> you two are the best to listen to, both with the Wrestle Talk news and the podcasts. Keep it up. Smiley emoji. Great review. Thank that you. One. Superb. Great year to start watching wrestling 1998. Can't argue with that one. But yeah, I would recommend other wrestling podcasts. Well, we are going to have more fun at Luke's Stag Do, whatever it is right now. I know. I'm, I'm so intrigued. Like, as we said in the in the episode, we are recording this on a Thursday. So uh, I'm I'm heading to my best man's house tonight after I've left not the studio. House. Not your Just house, obviously. Confusion again. Um, I, and I'm going there tonight. And then we're going to play some games. And then tomorrow, uh, we're going to wherever. Thailand. <laughs> we're going to wherever. Which would be nice, really, because that's where, I, did, hot, yeah. that's where I got engaged. Mm. So that would be like, like a nice little tie-in. And it's where you can a cheat on your wife. Yeah, tie-in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, see what I did there? Appreciate that more. Okay. Well, I was also making a funny joke of infidelity. Have a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you on Monday. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 